talking everything cowboy bebop. This is episode 7 through 12. So I, I would rather just move past it. But Resident Evil 8 is awesome, man. Yeah. It's got like a little bit of PT in it. What? You know, oh, the playable P- like trailer. Play- playable, is that what, playable trailer? Is that what, Isn't that what PT stood is that what, for? I think that's what stood for, yeah. I thought so. It's got like a little bit of that in that, dude. It, there's like there's a solid like, hour and a half segment of you with no weapons uh, going around the corner of a hallway here and there. and you getting spooked? Yeah. Or what? It gets yeah. real creepy. Yeah. Fix this. It gets real creepy. Gotta fix this. Okay, there we go. Um, but it's it's rad. Like I'm, I, it, like Resident Evil Village cements why that's one of my favorite series of all time. Hell yeah! I mean, I've always enjoyed the Resident Evil. I mean, dude, what Resident Evil? The first Resident Evil movie. I loved that movie. Yeah, it not, wasn't great. It's not a bad. I'm not saying movie, it's but. good. Um, but I loved it. Um, as a kid and well, as a teenager or whatever. But I started. I think the first game I played was Resident Evil Four, One or Two. Oh, oh, oh! You're, so I did okay. play that, but but I felt like I didn't um, enjoy it as much as I did. I played it again later in life, and I liked it way more. Um, but Resident Evil Four was the one that I loved. I yeah. played that one. Not probably as much as you have, but I, I definitely played it a decent uh, yeah. amount. I mean, because it's GameCube, yeah. right? Like I, lo- I played. That's where I played yeah. it first was GameCube. I so. got like a hundred hours on the Switch version of Resident Evil Four, and then that. But that doesn't include the times I played it on PS2, on GameCube, on Wii. You know, on yeah. PS4. Like I, I played that game to damn hell and back. Mm-hmm. It was a bad drink you made, huh? Is it Mm-mm. too much? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I mean. And this is this is like a this Resident Evil. This new one's kind of like a cross between uh, four and seven. Okay, so it feels like they took all the good things from four and put them in like the seven mold. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, that means that would be honestly like. So I never played seven. I almost bought it. It went on sale for ten dollars, and I was like, oh, I oh, could buy this, goodness. but I've just seen it. I've seen the entire game played. So yeah. to me, like there was almost like no real. There's point. no surprise for you. Yeah. yeah. So. I have been so tempted to do that with eight, but I haven't done it yet. So don't I'm, watch. I mean, if you ever want to play eight, don't watch it. It's got a lot of cool surprises in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it might be fun to do that at some point. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a PS Five, and it's also sixty bucks. So it's on PC, yeah. Yeah, it is on PC. Okay. It's just expensive. Oh, that's right. Because Steam actually has that at an overwhelmingly positive ratio right now. Yeah, it's like ninety five percent. Whatever. Yeah, it is, people I think. love it. I think that's Stoked. mostly just because of the chick. I'm sure a lot of that's from Lady D- <laughs> Dimitrisk, but uh, it's it's also just like, and she's only in the first like couple hours of the game, three hours of the game. Yeah, she's like the first major hurdle, and then there's like four other bosses in the game. Hell yeah! So I just killed the second, <clears throat> the second uh, lord out of the four lords. I killed the second one. So nice. Um, and that one was like just completely different. Like Lady Lady Dimitrisk, which is the giant lady, she was like a I don't know, like a, like the end the ending fight was a straight up like a gunfight, like a dump all your ammo into her and eventually you know they take her down. Yeah. But then like the second boss was more like a, a puzzle fight. There was no guns in it at all. Huh. Super cool. Interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. When's Wesley show up? Um. Just kidding. Wesley isn't that the main bad guy? You mean Wesker? Is it Wesker? Is it yeah. Wesker? Wesker died in Resident w- Evil w- 5. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They actually killed him or did he I'm, like quote unquote die? Because like don't they do that all the time? Here's the deal. And they come back. Wesker 
got pushed put into a volcano in the magma and then shot at with two rocket launchers. So he could probably survive. I don't know. They've brought him back before. He he died in the beginning of the first one, right? Like he was, or no, he got killed that by the. Dead. He got stabbed in the chest by the tyrant. Um, and then he <laughs> remember that. Yeah, I just remember when they brought him in the movies. Like I think that was, was, that so was the movie I didn't watch. I think because like I haven't seen the last two movies, and I heard they're either making one more, or maybe that maybe the other one that they just did was the, that was it. But I think Resident Evil Four was the last one I saw, and I think they did five. They might have done five, six, and seven movies. Movies. Uh, I'm gonna look that up real no, quick. No, I mean Wes. But Wesley Paul was Anderson, definitely one of them. Paul W. Paul W. Anderson. Is that Paul? What? I don't remember his name. Whatever. <laughs> Anderson didn't make them off the games. They're all their own thing. They have some like elements of the games in them, like the in the third or fourth movie. There's like a giant guy with an axe, which is like super um, referenceable, referenced from Resident Evil Five. But I don't think the movies directly kind of relate to anything that really happened in the games. I'm not even sure the Spencer mansions in in the movies. I'm, no, it's yeah. I don't think he's. Yeah, there's there's the, the CG movies with Leon and. Yeah, you know what's weird? But, I watched one of those movies and it was on a flight. Degeneration, probably. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "What is this? I never saw this before." Dude, whoa! The first Resident Evil has a 33 on Metascore. No, I mean they're all bad. They're all low. Oh, I don't, low. I don't know if they deserve it to be that low, one, but they're all they're all pretty low. Two. I there's three or four CG ones now. They're four better than the five. the Anderson ones, but they're also still pretty. I don't know. Resident Evil story is not like well told most of the time. I hear eights is actually pretty decent, huh. but you know when it comes down to even four, which is like Harold. Jill Valentine is a character, right? In the She's uh, in Resident Evil one. She's in three. One of the movies. Five. The 2012 one. She might be in six. And then. I think she's in six, actually. Yeah, Wesker. So Wesker's in Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. And, oh yeah, uh, which is like the seventh one. He or plays s- him, Sean Roberts, who <laughs> who's like a softcore softcore porn star, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Whoa, he actually he's in all this shit, dude. They made so many movies. Yeah, and they all made tons of money. They all made so much money. Wow. They were like. They were like. Uh, they were like cash cows for a bit, man. Yeah, I mean, it makes like. It makes sense to some degree. Whenever you make like, I feel like the Silent Hill movies did pretty okay. I, I don't maybe have any. Ex- I have no expertise maybe in they, that. Maybe they didn't. I I they only made two, so they probably didn't. I would imagine that first one had some kind of income, but yeah. that second one. Sh- that second one shot. I'm pretty face. sure. I'm pretty sure that second one tanked like hell, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, I I whole <laughs> video game movies aren't good. Horror video game movies are probably like a step below that. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially, yeah, you're trying to, like, follow. I mean, man, like, but Silent Hill, you could do such a good job. Like, I feel like there's some horror movies that, like, you could do so, or, like, games that you could do really well. And I feel like that, I feel like that one could have been great if they just would have, I don't I don't know what you would have had to do. I don't know. Like, maybe just make a different story just in the world of Silent Hill or something. Maybe that's what they did. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the games now. Like, if, if they just took it as, like, a one-for-one one with some liberties or not. But uh, There's a lot of referential stuff. I don't know. It's not a one-for-one. One. Right. The, okay. the main lead in the movie is a, is a woman, the first one. But I don't think it's supposed to be referential to, like, the Silent Hill. I think the only, I think the only Silent Hill game with a female lead is three. So, and it's certainly uh, not that. Okay. But... 
it's got references to Laura from the first game and, and other stuff, but I don't think it's like a one for one, especially considering like the final. Remember when I showed you the soundtrack of the final boss for uh, Silent Hill one? Like that's yeah. that's not gonna that's never gonna be like something they replicate in the movie. That thing is freaking creepy, and that soundtrack is like uh like ear splitting. Like it sounds like like a vinyl player's like recording backwards at a high rate. And then just like, like if you combine that with a cat screeching or something, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the kind of yeah. It, I don't you know that's just not going to see its way in, into a movie. I mean, um, it should. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, maybe you know, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Thunder Goose Podcast, Luke, Joe, and uh, we are. I hope you're okay with getting back on track, but we are. We are back to uh, our series dive. Uh, which I don't even think I said the words last time uh, in our last episodes, but it's our second series dive, uh, and it's also our second episode of this series dive, uh, and it would be on yeah. Cowboy Bebop Rooney. Cowboy. Um, <laughs> I also don't. I also yeah. I also don't remember if I uh, if I even said we were watching more episodes last episode. <laughs> so obviously we're continuing Surprise, this. Surprise, yeah. we are. Um, we're gonna do the. whole... I mean. Is, I mean, pretty much any time we talk about like doing a series dive, we're doing the whole. Usually, the it, so so far in these they've been one season, right? But usually, if we're doing a series dive, we'll clarify. But it'll realistically be the first season, and then that and that, that's pretty much it. It'll be a full season though. Like we yeah. won't we won't do half a season. We won't do uh, some fractional shitty thing. We'll do a full season of something, whatever it may be. Um, sometimes that season's thirteen episodes or twelve episodes, like Erased was, and sometimes it's going to be twenty four ep- or twenty six episodes, like Cowboy yeah. Bebop is. Or sometimes we're just going to do the whole Naruto. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's like hundred twenty episodes. That would take us a long time. <laughs> um, just a real quick uh, point of order for the audience: uh, the way we'll be scheduling this for ourselves to finish out the series and give it like justice. I think both Joel and I think that we probably didn't give erased the time it needed in the end to really discuss it as a whole right so, right yeah i agree yeah so we were going to do this is, is obviously you, see, you saw the first episode hopefully you listen to it but uh it's episodes one through six in the anime this is what we're doing now is seven through 12 then we'll do 13 through 18 and then 19 through 24 and then our fifth and final episode will be the last two episodes of the show and then we'll spend the last bit of it kind of discussing our thoughts on it all, our favorite episodes, our favorite characters, Definitely. favorite moments, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. And then hopefully we'll give that a little better of an outro than uh, what we did for Erased, even though I think Erased is a pretty uh, yeah, I mean, full was, episode. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's just it's when, yeah. you know, you feel rushed at the end to kind of do all of that, especially if exactly. you've been talking for like, you know, an hour and a half about the episodes and mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, I think we would just want to give ourselves time to be able to give i mean since we've seen this the last two episodes justice for the conclusion of the show and then also just like our opinions on on it because yes we kind of talk through some of our opinions now but a lot of times i think you know we're really just kind of talking yeah. through the episode and like what it is and what it means like to us so and resolution changes things that cause oh, yeah. things for us so. yeah i think so yeah. so that'd be cool um but i'm i'm good to go if you are so Let's get it going. All right. Do you have all the so- you have all the uh <laughs> That was a laser gun, I don't know. It was a laser blast. Yeah, do you have all the um episode titles written down? 
Uh, yeah. Because I do if you don't this time. I do. Okay. I have, well, I did what you did last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have this. I took like mental notes like sure. through the whole thing, but sure. yeah, yeah, we can. I, I believe mine is uh, roughly six pages, five pages of notes front to back on both sides, except for the last page. Nice. Uh, so I have a fair amount to talk through. I'll try and skip as much as I can of it without trying to bog everyone down with details, which it's is true. what I hope to do in the first place is not bog you down with details. We're going to bog you down, baby. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> episode seven and what's it called heavy metal queen uh this is um <laughs> right at the gate with what you <laughs> really oh, quick this, is, this is not my favorite episode i'll say hey, it again I'll be, I'll be real. It's, it's the least favorite one out yeah. of all of these ones um especially when i'm like the last th- yeah this this episode is just really not like i thought it was kind of boring um uh, so we'll go through it real quick but uh and this is uh it basically starts out with a trucker like a, mm-hmm. a lady trucker Who's named VT? Yep. Who's hauling something? I don't know. We don't ever see what it is, but she basically hauls stuff back and forth between yeah. places. Yeah. And she does it really fast and well. Yeah. She's a very respected. She's very respected, renowned. Yeah. Yeah. And her name is VT. Uh, and the first thing we, she gets back to the station, which is like she's done, right? Like she finishes her job. She gets back to her station. I don't know if we get the name of the station, but uh, but we get back. Uh, someone comes up to her uh, and says, "Hey, let me guess your name," because he and he pulls out a fat wad of cash. Uh, and he guesses a name, uh, and it's wrong. It's because no one knows what VT stands for, apparently. Uh, and then she gets the money. Or no, she puts out a fat stack of cash, and he puts out a small stack. So people say, if she gets, if you guess my name, you can have this fat stack of cash, right? Right, right. Obviously, he gets it wrong. She takes his money, walks away. Right. Yep. So that's how that goes. Uh, I like the concept of that, though. I do. Because it's like... It's, yeah. it's like I don't know. I I think like this episode is definitely my least favorite because I feel like it doesn't. Nothing really happens. It doesn't go. Um, but I do really like her as a character. She's so personally. She, you don't have to like her. It's okay. Uh, I well, <laughs> I'm a little indifferent because I think she's a little uh not. She's like a little unmemorable in some ways. Yeah, but. Is that because you're watching it dubbed still? No, I watched it sub this time. Hey, guess what I did? You watched it dubbed? I watched it dubbed. Good for you. Nice. Um, I don't, yeah, I'll be honest. I made it, I did the whole thing because I said I would. I'm 100% going back to subbed. I'm I going, like the subbed way more. I'm going back to dub now. Really? I, and I'll tell you, we'll get to that yeah, point. Yeah, okay, okay. Why I, why I do that, but like I really, there was a character in the show that comes in later on that's, I forgot, is a mainstay. And the voice actor is just up. Uh, oh, is it, is, is Ed, Ed bad? Ed's, Ed voice acting is just. <laughs> It's just too much for me, and it's so over the top and so like sometimes. I feel like, it, dude, I don't know, dude. You should listen to the English one because I feel like the English one is not good. It That's might be why worse. I'm switching back. It so might we'll be see. worse. Maybe I, I'll we'll we'll find out what I, I could, choose. I could watch that shitty dub and all of a sudden be like, damn it, this is way worse. And then I just have to deal with Ed, whatever. Yeah. But I like I like Faye's English voice actor. I like uh, Spike's English voice actor. They're a all lot. good, man. They're dude, all. It's it is yeah. good. It's gar- I don't know. The guy that voices Spike is a really good voice actor. Yeah. I agree. No, I I think it's just preference. Like I I think I just prefer hearing it in uh, Japanese. You know, honestly. So no, I mean I, I yo, I'm with you, dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so VT VT goes. Uh, to, the guy gets the name wrong. Yep. VT goes to a bar, uh, orders a drink. Uh, some <laughs> dumb shit happened. Whatever. Uh, she realizes that the, oh, she's like, why are there less people in here than normal? Um, it turns out there's a bunch of bounty hunters here looking for a guy, and that's. Kind of where we get to transition to the bathroom of this bar, which is where Spike is, and I believe Spike's pretty hungover, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, he had ba- like Spike had basically got a tip 
that he thought was an exclusive tip to get right. this bounty hunter named or this uh, this target, this bounty named Decker, right? Right. Turns out everyone got that exclusive tip. <laughs> so this place is flooded with targets, you know. And Ain't that, that the case. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the way to identify Decker is he has a dragon tattoo, doesn't say where. Um get to a point where Faye is also down wherever that is, and she actually thinks she's found the guy who has a dragon tattoo. So she starts like sequestering this guy and then she starts she gets him into like a, a torture or like a, like a arm hold or whatever and it turns out that's not decker someone else is it's right. some like wily tiny dude that's like really pathetic looking and weak wimpy looking <laughs> and he has a dragon tattoo on his like arm it's like completely visible right right uh so Faye realizes she got the wrong person and that guy gets away and then that's that well i want to go to the tattoo that she so she sees like the bit it's like a big burly dude right and then she rips this dude's shirt open yep and then it's like a little like eel or like like with a heart as like the tail it just to me it made me that made me laugh really hard at, at like what the what the tattoo was Personally. uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly it was it was like an eel or some some like dragon. It was just like some, it was like a cute some dragon wimpy or looking something. snake. Yeah. yeah, and this guy's like ripped and, and jacked. Ri- as hell. Like he looks like the bad guy. He I mean, would, yeah, that's what they did, right? The like yeah. wimpy guy has the real tattoo. The big dude has like a goofy. They misled tattoo. us. Yeah, yeah. There's <gasps> uh, back to Spike. Yeah, he walks out of the the bathroom uh, and he sees VT drinking, and then VT gets like uh, I can't remember why, but she gets into she gets into a bar fight basically. But then Spike comes out and beats the shit out of everyone. It's because they're harassing the the barmaid or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. There's the barmaid trying. Which is a good reason to get yeah, in a bar fight. Go, yeah. And so if you're strong, if you're weak, you can't. I mean, you're going to die. But so. as we learned, Spike's basically invincible. Any, any encounter he's in, he usually comes out on top. Yeah. Um. So he wins. He beats the crap out of all of them. These these jerkbacks still, like, once he kicks them out, they still go and vandalize him and <laughs> ruin his, uh, his ship. But whatever. Um, so he, so then he asks VT for a ride. Uh, once VT finds out he's a, he's a bounty hunter, we also find out that VT hates bounty hunters, but yes. she's still nice enough to, to give Spike a ride back to his, uh, back to the bebop essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that at all? No, I mean, again, I think this episode was really like, I mean, wait, did you talk about the, oy- the oyster thing or the egg thing? No, the the bar okay, drink he so, has. Okay, so he makes a bar drink. Um, hungover, a hungover, hungover drink of like eggs, and and VT does say like, "Hey, that's the only, you're the only or the second person I've ever seen in my life to like make something like that." Um, and she pays for his drink, and they kind of just talk, and um, he witnesses Spike witnesses uh, another person trying to guess her name, and he guesses incorrectly, um, yeah. and then they go and go about the business to where we're at now. But I do feel like the him making that it's like eggshells, and then something else he it's pours a, into it's it. An it's an like egg some, yolk, salt, pepper, and then a couple spices. Yeah, and then he just drinks it. He just downs it. It's, it's gross. It's real disgusting looking. And I'm like, again, the animation in the show is like incredible for, for the year it came out. So Dude, yeah. 98, 96, whatever it was. Yeah. Bring this kind of animation um, back, please. There is legitimately a scene in the third or fourth episode of this of the Bachelor Watch yeah. that I was like, that's an insane amount of detail that I don't see in a show period. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll go over that. Like, it's a, such a small thing that I'm, I was just like floored, like, whoa, that's... The work that would take to kind of put together. Yeah, no, I mean, again, yeah, this is a lot of work. Even just looking at the cars, so you can you can kind of see when the cars are driving that it's like drawn out, like each kind of one each is like frame. doing it, and you're just like, oh my gosh, which is why they kind of speed it up, where sometimes it looks jittery if they're just focusing on one car or whatever. 
Oh man, but uh, to me, I'm like the amount of detail that is there. Like yeah. I like that. I like I'd rather have like a little bit of like less frames, you know, because it costs more, but just better art. Like I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. Totally. So, yeah. Uh, I also mentioned. I forgot to mention that Faye also crashes her car. Oh yeah. Too. So VT takes <laughs> oh, Faye yeah. and Spike back to their ship. Um, yes. But not before Spike mentions the bounty and who it actually is. Uh, so uh, they're back on the Bebop. Uh, VT leaves and goes back to her thing. But VT um, basically Decker is trying to get off the 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 plate the belt or whatever they are whatever they're on. I think they're on a mining station or something or on, yeah, on it's an asteroid, like whatever. It's mm-hmm. something. Uh, Decker has to get away uh, violently and like in a hurry because someone else catches him or something. He throws out an explosive and blows up a big part of the station, which is actually where B- VT is um, also parked her stuff. Right. So. Uh, this goes out. VT actually gets a, hears a call about this, uh, and then she begins to chase after Decker because Decker gets away uh, right. from the station. Uh, VT, yeah, then, like, I think he like hit someone's like cruiser or he something, hit like, another right. He, and and he that, that was kind of why people were talking. It was about the it. guy in the, in the beginning that guessed the uh, her name originally and failed. Oh right, 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 his, right. His right, name right. was Otto. Well, not that that matters. I mean. Otto, we love you. Yeah. So uh, VT decides to go after this guy. She inquires to some of the truckers, hey, you guys know this person? Someone gives her a lead and then starts chasing him. And then she also lets Spike and Spike know. Uh, so then they all go to chase after Decker. There's a really dumb sequence of them just going into a mining facility. And then there's random explosions in the mining thing. Uh, and then... I don't know how much in depth you want to go into this, but all in all, it turns into them capturing this guy, no one dying. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, like again, it's called Heavy Metal Queen, right? Because VT oh, yeah. w- listens to Heavy Metal. Uh, no one else likes it. She thinks it's very calming. And um, yeah, I mean, like they, they end up getting to a place to where they're chasing this dude through the, you know, asteroid and... Um, they explode it, right? Or like he explodes a piece of it and then they get trapped in there so and like the whole thing's going to blow up. Yeah. yeah. And so they sacrifice uh, part of his ship to blow it up oh, or blow it way out of it. Yeah, because he died, right? When he did that and exploded stuff, like he ended up getting killed and they're like, yeah. oh my God, there goes our bounty. There goes again. our bounty. There also, goes our bounty we might again. die. Yeah. Which is, I still love that theme so much of. Yeah. And that, that is also in this a lot too. Of There was one or two episodes where they were returning a bounty though. I was like, ooh, you got, yeah. but it was in the beginning. It was never the end. Yep. It was always the episode of the beginning of it's them doing it. It's always a small it. bounty. Yeah. It's always a really tiny bounty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> so uh, good. Yeah. And, uh, and so they get out and I don't think there's anything else. Um, uh, Spike does guess her name. Yes, I was gonna say correctly. That's, I think that's kind of important for this episode um, because at, at some point during all that, uh, VT loses a, or a locket flies off her or something, and uh-huh. has a picture of her husband in it. Yeah, and this is the most throwaway shit in the in the episode, which I hope comes back later. I can't remember. I can't remember if it does either. But it'd be cool. Her husband was a really famous bounty hunter. Yeah, that died. Right, and so he goes, "Oh, thank you." Guesses her name right. Yeah, um, which was I believe I, it might have it written down here somewhere. Um. No, I don't. I don't have that name right now. I didn't anyway, write it down either. Because that's how unimportant it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So she offers him the cash. He takes a couple bucks out of the whole stack and says, give the rest to your husband. Yeah. Um, like, he might, he'll probably be some, hungover wherever yeah. he is type of thing. Send yeah, so, I mean, I felt like it was a good, even though, again, this episode is not great. Um, it, it does was, feel it like a throwaway episode. Very fillery. Well, I mean, I think, like, uh, six and seven, right? Yeah. So six and seven were definitely episodes where you're like, 
it's kind of just a story in this world. It's not really following their complete narrative. Um, and it did feel like, I don't know, like it just felt out of place a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't love this episode or whatever, but I did enjoy the fact that they talked that, that they gave her character, like VT's character, some depth. And then even like Spike and her connected to some degree. I enjoy, I enjoyed that element of it, even though I didn't like the episode and like, it's not an episode I'd be like, if you had to rewatch yeah. episodes, I'm not rewatching that one. Right? And it's only further shadowed by the fact that the next episode is pretty good. Yes. So yeah. Uh, the next episode I think is the one yeah. that made me cry. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's got it's got oh, some yeah, this actual one did. heart yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna, we're gonna move on to it right away now and then. Yep. Uh it's called Waltz for Venus. Episode eight. Oh, yeah, these names are so good. <laughs> this this episode starts off with a uh, on a plane. Uh, with yeah, people, dude. three people try to hijack it. I did not know where this was going because they were showing like a kid, like so they in the beginning this shows like all like the civilians, and then there's like a little kid like looking at a space like ooh, and like my sister is just taking her kid for the first time ever on a plane. Really? And I in my head I was just like, oh my god, something bad's gonna happen, isn't it? And then the people started hijacking. I was three like, people, right? Do where are they gonna go with this? Are they gonna start um, killing everyone? You know what their names but, are? Uh. Uh-uh. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Dude, hey, though, <laughs> Disney, get these fools. No. <laughs> yeah. That, very, very hey, wait, dumb. who came first? Not 80s, 90s? It was 98. No, yeah, sorry. Disney, get these fools. I don't know when it was anymore. written, but Disney's probably way older. <laughs> DuckTales so. is pretty old. Yeah. Also, they're just names. They're not personas of the ducks. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's actual ducks in this episode. Well, yeah, they're actually ducks. <laughs> um, so that happens. Spike and Faye are also on the ship. Spike and Faye subdue the uh, hijackers very quickly. Um, Spike does it, I think, while he's half asleep, which I kind of enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once again, showing that even when Spike's not conscious, he still always comes out on top. Totally. Every time. Um, He's just great, man. Yeah. So then Spike is up. One guy does. It does show a guy who watches this happen, um, who was like just like a who seems to be like a civilian at first. Uh, And then as. as Spike is turning the bounties to the cops, right, to get the money out of it, um, he's walking away, and another dude tries to knife him. Right, and right, yeah. Spike dodges all... I don't know how, but Spike is just a, a mastermind. Yeah, goes with the flow, dude. Flips him. Uh, he does a specific maneuver where he grabs this guy by the wrist and flips him, just yeah. by grabbing by the wrist. And he says, it's not about strength, it's about the flow. Um, right, right. He says it right uh, then. This character is introduced <laughs> as Rocco. Yeah, uh, who is a good character, probably one of the best characters in this batch of episodes. Yeah, oh, I think so too. Um, Rocco's my favorite. Yeah, I, this show does not give a lot of depth to characters, except for Spike and later on in this batch, Faye, and a later on in this batch, Jet, also. But even then, it's very. Um, I, I think won't, I won't uh, say one, no. Callisto or Cal- Callisto Callisto too to some degree. We just don't fully know what depth kind of depth yet. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get to that. So that's the last episode of um of this batch, uh, which is something blues, I think. But we'll have it later. Uh, oh no, it's uh, I have a written, oh, whatever it doesn't matter. So yeah, we'll, uh, t- we'll say it when we get there. Yeah. So Rocco uh, then starts talking to Spike and says, "Hey, teach me, teach me all this stuff." Spike teaches him a little bit of stuff here, and they're not really anything, right? Not yeah. Um, but then you realize <laughs> that that Rocco is being chased by some people. Yeah. Uh, so Rocco gives Spike something and says, "Hey, hold on to this. Meet me somewhere in a couple days, whatever." Right. Right. Uh, and then Rocco books it. 
and then Spike's like watching the guys run, and then that's it. That's how that ends. Yeah. Um, and we, I think we just basically moved back to the ship. Yeah, they're right? at the ship. They're talking about like, he gave you what? He wants to meet well, you. Why? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, Spike just opened the package of what Rocco gave him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And we find out it's like a hyper rare plant worth like eight million wulongs, I think it is. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, and then Spike. <laughs> Spike lies a jet. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that, but Spike does def- doesn't definitely have it. Uh, so he goes to uh, an outskirts of this place where he's at, which is Venus. And he, which I think is where he told, Rocco told well, him to go. I think so. I think it's where he's like sending, because you know how he was like trying to get that box like sent to oh, that's in, right. in the airport that's right. or whatever it is. He tries to, he goes to where that is. He goes to, so he finds out where, uh, what was his name? Rocco mm-hmm. is sending packages to. And so, because he thinks like, okay, if he's sending this package there, then there has to be someone here or there has to be something here. Um, like maybe some of the gang members, because they would they find out that even Rocco himself is wanted as a bounty. As a bounty. It's a small, small bounty. Small it's not even a million. So I think it was like eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Which again, if we're trills, we, we don't really understand. I think still belongs, but it's not a lot comparatively. Um, so yeah, so he he goes there to, thinking that maybe there might be more bounty, right? Yeah. So there might be more people that might be worth something. Yeah, real quick, this plant is called the gray ash plant. Yes, I important. can't remember why it's worth so much, but it, it's you can't. Is it, well, I know why it's. Here's the deal. I know why Rocco stole it. Is that why it's worth a lot too? I think so. Because the medicinal properties? I think because of the medicinal properties. Or was properties. it just valuable so we could sell it to pay I think for it's her. rare. I think it's a very rare plant so it doesn't grow a lot. And then the medicinal properties are what make the plant like... Because you know, if like a plant's just kind of rare, you're going to have very few people who want to spend money on it. Yeah. Right? Like collectors. But if a very rare plant has me, uh, healing properties... Right, you know, then a lot more people are going to want it. So I think I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so this leads to Spike going out to this location far out in Venus, uh, and going inside this. It's like an old busted down ship. It's kind of like overgrown a little bit at this point, whatever. And he finds a a lady inside, a woman who has something called Venus sickness. Um. And so real quick about Venus in this world, there's like floating life plants with yep. stuff built on top of them, like like cities and whatever. And uh, every once in a while, these 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 floating plants that are mile a mile in the air or whatever, how many feet in the air, they have spores that come down. And some people, like to most people, no reaction at all. Right. But to the certain few people, you get something called Venus sickness. And it's slowly killing Stella. It's also made her completely blind. Right. Right. Which, I like that concept a lot, personally. It's a really nice... I don't know. Like, it's so cool how they make, like, regular planets and worlds. They're like, oh, like, if we were living here, maybe this could be... This would be something that would be trouble for some people or, or whatnot. I love that. I, I love the world building. So. Yeah. So she explains all this to, to Spike. Mm-hmm. Spike then sees there's a music box that she... And she immediately... Um, notates that it's yeah um Rocco gave it to me you know and this is this is Rocco's sister I don't know if I said that right yeah it, okay. yeah I don't think you did but maybe you did but this is yeah, it is Rocco's sister, sister. <laughs> yeah we Stella. find out that it is his sister yeah and so she's like yeah Rocco gave me that you know uh and Spike looks at it and then he opens up a secret compartment in it and there's actually uh gray ash seeds yeah. in it as well which are more valuable than which the are actual more valuable. plant yep yeah um so then he leaves um but only after realizing that Rocco stole this plant, which is why he's a criminal, right? Right. But he only stole it to kind of help his sister. Right. Uh, 
Rocco is eventually caught. Um, yeah, kind of goofily. I feel like he's <laughs> running around fighting all these people. Like he's actually like kind of getting away, like doing a good job. And then he goes to the bathroom to you know take a piss, and then he like looks over, and then the main bad guy's there, and then two of his goons are in there, and then they capture him. Um, kind of give him a few, you know, a beating trying to find out where it is. Um, and he, at first I feel like he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. And then they start talking about how they know where his sister is. Right. And then he kind of goes, okay. And so then we go to when. Well, he we, coordinated, they coordinated a drop off. Right. And, uh, and then uh, Spike is then introduced to this whole fold. Uh, and it's yeah. Piccolo is the guy that's going for Rocco, trying to kill him or get the plant from him, whatever it is. Uh, that's his name. His crew. Uh, and Rocco are there. Uh, Rocco pulls a gun on Spike because he knows what it is, mm-hmm. uh, but then realizes that Spike is trying to help to some degree. Right. Um, and so Rocco's like, get out of here. Don't get caught in this. Just leave, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to get hurt. Uh, and then there's a gunfight between uh, Rocco and Spike. Uh, eventually, Faye and Jet come to support. Right. Or Faye comes to support. Jet isn't there so much. Um, and there's a bit of a shootout. The coolest thing is Rocco... Uh, does the does the move where a guy charges him and he grabs a guy by the wrist and flips him? Yeah, like Spike did to him earlier, which right. is really great. Uh, and then he's holding the plant. He's looking at the guy. Look at that! Did you see that? And yeah. then he gets shot through the chest. Dude, I, that was the part where I I knew it was coming. I just knew it. There's a piece of me that felt like I kind of knew. I didn't know what they were gonna do. Like I don't know when, um, but I felt like he was gonna get shot or something was gonna happen to him or his sister and. Yeah, so he got he got shot, um, and then is slowly dying. Uh, and Faye go gets there at some point. I think she's either already there at this point, um, you know, helping fight uh, and and back. I up. guess kill these guys, but also <laughs> yeah. capture because at the end we see some are captured. So this in my head, this is also a time where they do get some of the bounties because all those dudes had bounties on their yeah. head. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like yeah, so. Then Rocco is shot, not completely dead, but just the plant also breaks. Right, and that's the plant the withers up. It, the plant just dies. Yeah, it has to be in a hyper-controlled environment. Right, and once it's exposed to the Venus air, the plant withers and becomes trash. Mm-hmm. Spike still has the seeds. He took the seeds in the music box. I probably should say that he didn't leave them with Stella, but right. Which um, again, good call, especially because of right in a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no yeah. one she would not have known because she's blind. Which we, I think we said, but she's blind. 100%. Yeah, yeah, she, we did. Uh, Rocco has a, a few dying words after Spike runs to try it. He says, don't die on me, Rocco. Don't die. Because it feels like Spike actually likes this guy. Yeah, I feel like this dude, if he did not die, um, he would be part of this crew. Like, he would get accepted into, you know, Cowboy Bebop or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like, maybe, maybe not. I, I think, feel like they took Faye on randomly, and then they, they well, take someone else on randomly, right? Like, so to me, like, I feels like this would be someone that Spike would actually like to kind of mentor and bring into, because in his previous life, I know this might be jumping ahead, like, a little bit to, like, episode 12, which I won't mention names or anything, but I we find out that he had a crew himself in the gang that he was in, which yeah. we talked about in episode four. That was episode six. No. Five. Five. Five? Okay. Yeah. So in episode five, whatever gang that he was a part of before, he had people working under him, and he meets an underling of, the, of that. But... But I'm just saying, like, I think that he he was like, oh, and then even the kid. I think the thing that broke my heart the most was like, was uh, Rocco saying, like, if I would just have met you like earlier, earlier. like, what would my life look like? And then he friends? dies. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah. Like, why did this have to be? Dude. Yeah. Oh, um, God. It, that, that got me. I, I honestly like teared up a little bit. Um, 
at that one. The music, the music, the way they do the music is very Dude, good it's for perfect. that. Um, the episode, best score of any anime, I feel like. I mean, maybe not really, any, but just, dude, it has to be in the top it's, three. It's so good. It's got some absolute bangers, and then the next episode kind of pisses all over, I think, in one sense. Oh, does it? I, yeah, uh, there's a, there's one soundtrack that's just, like, goofy as hell, and I'm like... Oh, well, that's because it's dumb. the N-word thing. Okay, But yeah, 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 it's yeah, also yeah, yeah. the dumbest character in the show, too. You think so? I, okay. I, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll talk about that, because I, dis- I disagree. No, okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so this episode resolved was by fa- fast-forwarding to the hospital. Oh, no, this where, is the part that made me cry. Yeah, this where, is the part where, where me Stella me. is being treated, and it's all paid for. And then someone walks in the door, and she goes, Rocco? And it's Spike with some flowers. Yeah. Spike says, next to nothing. Like, he says, next to nothing. And eventually yeah. Stella goes, hey, where's Rocco? You know, what's going yeah. on with Rocco? Because it's like, you know, is he in yeah. prison? Yeah. Like, he hasn't been here. Is that why he's not here? And Silence. And then she, she like goes and feels She his reaches face. her hand into his face and puts yeah. it on it. And I don't know if she could just feel like the emotion. Well, I mean, that's whatever, the, the, again, because, you know, we're not blind, but that supposedly that's, that's, I feel like the senses that, um, you know, blind people have are way more heightened. So they can kind of just feel like a lot more of like the, you know emotions on people's face like you just learn how to read faces like you know um so yeah so she just sees it feels that in his face and just then assumes that he's you know yeah dead and so. she he's dead isn't he and uh he gives her flowers she wants to be alone and as he's walking away she, she he gives her Wait, flowers just real quick though oh what's up where she's in the hospital because they spent all of the money, all the money. to fix her yeah so they give her eyesight and health back and i think she got some of the money to like get out of Venus. I don't, I can't try to remember when they, when I can't remember if they mentioned anything like that, but it just, that was the case. So now he's leaving the hospital and she goes, I want to be alone. He gives her the flowers he was holding. And as he's leaving, she goes, Hey, was Rocco a good man? And Spike goes, I Mm. think, I think you knew the answer to that already. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he leaves. Um, and he's walking out, leaving the hospital. They're all leaving because Jet and Faye are out front. I think too. Spike walks to a fruit stand. The music gets really, somber yeah uh, and he's buying a, a some fruit and then the uh the spores begin to fall yeah uh which is like a very very sweet way to end it you know like the totally. like it's almost like it's raining it's like it's like that metaphor of like oh it's raining so it's sad you know and, right but uh, it's like with spores and stuff but it's yeah. with spores and it's on venus and it's like yeah. oh, this is a, what a cool way to build this world up you know so, yeah just what a beautiful episode man like, they yeah. did such a good job on it um definitely on the top definitely one of the best episodes in this arc uh, my favorite episode. I'll let you guys know, but it's not. Yeah. It's not this one, but it's, this is also a very good episode. Yeah. Uh, the next episode is my is your my favorite, absolute least favorite episode in this batch. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Worse absolutely. than the trucker. Worse than VT trucker. Dude, no way. I do not. not to me. I do not like Ed at all. In I any love way Ed. Possible. I do not like Ed at all. <laughs> and even even this next in this batch, Ed is near useless. Has he's a very uh, she's a very utilitarian character as the point of being the hacker on board, yeah, or the tech person on board. And right. I just don't, I don't like, I dude. Don't like she's Ed. like rarely in it though. Yeah, and then whenever she talks, I'm super over it. Oh man, that's a bummer. <laughs> Sorry. We'll and, see. Hopefully, I, man, hopefully I the think, dub will change your yeah. mind, but I don't think it will because I, I, she's my least favorite dubbed voice. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode is is episode nine called. Oh, uh, sorry, my bad. Um, jamming with Edward. Uh, Again, and- honestly, I'll give you this for this episode. Weakest title out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a double, it's a double, uh, yes. Entendre. Is that the word for it? It is. Double meaning, whatever. Yeah, it totally is. Um, 
like it's, it seems to imply some kind of musical thing, but also it's all it's about jamming like a like technology hacking wise, like jamming someone's signal or something. Correct. Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's our yeah. crew right now. Okay, we have Spike. Yep, the cool, cool, badass main character who kind of gets the job done. We have Jet, who is the pilot, who has a good backstory himself, but also is kind of the repairman and uh, technician. Wait, yeah, real quick, time out. Which one? Did we go over the episode where they talk about his backstory yet? No, no that's next. next episode. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, with Anise or Elisa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, we have Faye, who is the... Oh, that's not the right order. Sorry, we have, we have Ayn, the corgi, Yeah, who is a data dog that hasn't really had any kind of purpose yet. <laughs> okay. That was still pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> did spike yeah it's like okay uh, not yeah okay and then we have Faye, who is the female bounty hunter that's mm, luke's uh, favorite I, character because she's so hot i don't know what her purpose is in terms I, of like utility. i really don't so far i don't know um because she doesn't have any specialization specialization that jet uh, uh spike or even ein have um know? oh she's really good at complaining yeah <laughs> she's yeah. really good at complaining and taking and the money. tanning yeah and tanning that's, that's yeah we find out that yeah. in the next episode <laughs> uh, so jamming with edward uh this episode is actually about the next member that comes onto the bebop um this episode starts with uh i think the satellite laments that it's sad right yes beginning? well yeah so in the very beginning it talks about being so it's like the satellite's uh, all space i'm alone all alone and then it shoots lasers into the into earth which i well, guess not a lot of people live there anymore well, Real quick, it, it yeah. actually gets a bunch of other satellites. Oh, other satellites. Like yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it too, but he gets a bunch of other satellites to create lasers, or sorry, uh, shoot lasers under the Earth. And you're right, Earth, and they do mention this real quickly, Earth mm-hmm. had a climate crisis that pulled moon rocks, I think, or something with the moon. And so now there's a lot of rock showers on Earth that make it really unlivable. Right. So so yeah, it's like, like a, a lot of... There are people who live there because there's a police force, so there has to be people who live there. But there, there, um, it's a lot less. And this is where I guess, um, like Jet is from. I guess Jet's from Earth because because he was a part of the police force there. Uh, I might have to look that up. You might be right, or uh, maybe he was part of the police force in the next episode. Yes, and maybe he well, just knew this guy. Donnelly is his connection to the the other police guy. There, he knows his name is Donnelly. Okay, and I believe that's on Ganymede, not on. Okay, so it's not on Earth. Okay, retract that. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I can't remember who they talked to in this. Don't they know someone in this episode too? Or I'm just crazy. I don't remember. I'm crazy. Remember. We'll just go. With, I'm crazy. Uh, okay, uh, so that happens. Uh, we get a quick cutaway to a. Wait no, it puts a picture. The lasers okay, make a yeah. picture. So the lasers make a basically an it's old like school, a dog or something. It's I don't a, know. it's it's basically an old school cave drawing that the correct right and they yeah. and then the, the the lasers draw this with a two percent error. They should make a point. Two percent error. Yeah, um, <laughs> there is a quick cutaway to a kid on a computer, uh, and the kid's hacking around and doing stuff, and then realizes that the bebop is coming, <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, the do bebop. They, do they know this? Does this kid know the crew of the bebop? Spoilers, he doesn't. He's just a genius hacker. Or she's just, sorry, she's just a genius hacker, genius hacker that she... knows all this stuff. I will apologize for that. Um, they don't ever say what gender Edward is until the last line in this episode. Yeah, which is, hey, you're a girl. And it's said <laughs> like when the credits are about, are like yeah. pretty much rolling. As, yeah. the, as it says to be continued, cowboy or whatever, yeah. see you later, cowboy. Yeah. Oh, you're a girl? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep. okay. Oh. Yeah, and that, yeah, and because Edward is a male name, right? Right. So She goes by Ed, too, which is yeah. even more of like a, a dude's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quote unquote, dude's name. 
but bunch of bullshit around that. Uh, there's a rock shower that blows Ed away, but it's fine. It made me laugh though because yeah. it was like zero percent or twenty percent rock showers, and then so Ed is like an amazing hacker, right? Yeah. So Ed is hacking. Um, what is he hacking at the very beginning? He's, He's just looking at the records of people coming in. Okay. He's looking at the, the the people checking in to come down to the planet. Gotcha. Whatever that side looks like on terms of, I guess, quote unquote, customs. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. That's literally it. Uh, but the police think that the whoever's doing this with the satellites is a hacker. Right. So they put a bounty on it. So they put a bounty on on the person who's hacking this. So Spike, Jet, and Faye go down to Earth to do some questioning and asking around to find this hacker to try and get the bounty, right? Right, right. They get pointed to Ed to some degree, and no one gives them a straight shot about who Ed is. Yeah, like they're all different answers, right? Like there's yeah. a ton of different things where it's like it's an old lady or it's like a young kid or it's like an alien from outer space or whatever. So there's like, like all the descriptions are totally different. Yeah, I also think that this is actually the one where Spike doesn't want to go down because it's boring. So Spike Jet, doesn't go down. Yeah, in so the Jet beginning. and Faye go into a questioning. Faye, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, it goes back to wherever Ed's living, I guess, and the police actually raid his little place. Right, right. Uh, her, her. Damn it, dude. It's okay, it's the same yeah. thing. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Yeah, Sweet her place. Um, and uh, this is the same thing as Tanjiro when you said that a bunch. And now I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I sucked yeah. so much on that episode. So the police go and confront Ed. They're kind of confused. Oh, it's a kid. And then Ed remote controls the police craft that came there and then crashes it into the ground. And that's where that scene Dude, ends. I laughed so hard. I at that did scene. too. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. And then Ed was making this. <laughs> he was doing that. She was doing that the entire time. Right, right. And I was like fed up to, to all hell with that stupid long voice that would not shut up. It was like the entire wow. time that scene was happening was Damn. Ed like moaning. Or like yelling or whatever. Don't have kids, bro. I, no, I'm just kidding. Have kids. Maybe. They're just going to go get some... When they're playing... You have to. You actually have to do that when they go into their mouse. Yeah. I with food. Do. I do. Yeah. I mean, that's that's when I have a kid, I'll probably have to do that. Here's, it, just Here's the that. airplane. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Scream at them. <laughs> Sounds like Ein earlier, huh? Yeah. Exactly, uh, dude. Uh but anyway, there she is annoying. She has a very annoying, annoying verse, yep. it, it, voice, and um, yeah, it's it's rough. I, I I honestly enjoy her character a lot. I think she's kind of fun and quirky, but I do not love the voice choice. It's almost like um, uh, Black Clover, where that that the to main me character? in the, the first two seasons made that that Asta was almost oh, unbearable, unbearable to listen to and the where I worse. stopped and I started reading it and then people said hey it got better because they toned him down a little bit which he still sucks ass like I seriously cannot stand how much he yells in that voice but it's a lot better and the animation's better but anyway the animation's back to this but really just, a high quality now. it's, super it's like almost like a one piece now it's pretty crazy and if you didn't know that, One Piece's animation quality went up like... Oh, yeah. Everyone says yeah. it's, it's gone up to like super top notch. So. It's, it's incredible how good One Piece has gotten. They've changed like the art style, I feel like, completely. Uh, anyways, back to uh, Ed. Ed is hacking into the satellite and finds out that there is a sentient thing. In, it's it, The satellite is sentient. It, it has a mm-hmm. personality. It's alive, basically. Um and Ed then names the satellite MCU, I think, or it's M- MPU, MPU, I think. Yeah. MPU, yeah. It's like CPU, so it's MPU. Yeah, and so then Ed, uh, or the 
to please jam uh, Ed during this transmission with the uh, satellite. So Ed then reaches out to the Bebop and gives them the rundown on this. This is their first time actually meeting Ed, but Ed gives them the rundown on what's happening. So get the, go get the satellite. Um, go try and stop it from being able to transmit to other satellites and doing this. Yeah. Um, yes. There is no doubt that at some point this would probably be dangerous for people. If a satellite is firing <laughs> right. lasers down on Earth. Right. So uh, Ed gives them the know-how to, how to take it down. Um, Ed then uh, cuts transmission, and then it go- cuts to Faye and Jet. Uh, and now Spike officially joins the hunt, and Spike goes, this is more of what I want to do. Right. I want to. He slowly rides his craft over, um, and he goes to try and disable this satellite. Um, there's a shootout. Yeah, the satellite sees him immediately. Sat- yep. Satellites are shooting. He's dodging like yeah. crazy. Uh, Ed does an emer- emergency transmission to the satellite and says, hey, let me copy you onto a disk and then let them destroy the other you and or turn you in. And then you'll be f- safe and you'll be with me. But then they can also turn in you and get their bounty. Yeah. And that's what happens. Right, right, right. And then once a gosh darn again, they... The whoever decides on these bounties goes. Right. Actually, we can't give it to uh, <laughs> bounties that are machines. They have to be living. Yeah, they have to be living, actual living things. So, so they get they get jack, they got bamboozled yeah, again. They get jack shit out of this. Yeah, and so they are leaving, and they do promise. Uh, Ed, well, Faye promises. Faye promises Ed that if you just help us, you can join us. Right, right. right. Which none uh, of the other people know about. Yeah. And then they try to leave. leave. But then, Ed, which I like this part a lot, Ed hacks yeah. the ship and brings it back down to pick him up, her yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, and that's how Ed joins the crew. All right. This next episode's called Tanjiro Elegy. Ganymede <laughs> Elegy. <laughs> uh, Ganymede, Ganymede Elegy. Yeah, this, yeah. That's the next episode. This is a great episode. It's a super good episode. Um, I thought this one resolved well, if not a little too quick, um, but it felt very personal to one of the crew members. And that was sweet. Yeah. I mean, um, it was just nice because um, this episode revolves around um, Spike. No, I'm just kidding. It revolves around Jet. And um, yeah, so I, I think it was really nice to kind of get like some even insight on his life because I feel like he's kind of just like there. He's like almost like everyone's mom, you know, to some degree, like in like the, the crew. And so there's that element where he, I don't know, like it's it's just nice to finally get something piece of his story um especially i mean they don't really go into his arm i i hope we get something yeah i mean i can't remember it's been so long i'm sure that there is something but i can't remember there there being something it's almost like we're watching this for the first time again it really feels like that it feels like that to me because like there's definitely like i'd say the first four episodes i was like "Uh uh-huh 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 i remember that first episode i remember entirely totally Oh yeah. yeah, so many times. But then the the more we going down, I'm like, uh, I don't think I've like, I don't think yeah. like, I'm not like, oh, I'm watching episode 25 because I don't really like to do that. You know what I mean? I like to watch something all the way through, but I feel like this anime, I, I just haven't done it enough times to really remember everything. So yeah, I mean, like for sure, like that that uh, Eternal Youth kid. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that I don't v- remember that. VT is like brand new to me. I feel like I got whatever you know. I you know what's funny is I remembered that episode Why? when you were talking to me about that. I was like I was like oh yeah it's a heavy metal chick. Uh, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess I remember her blasting metal. That's cool, but nothing I don't remember most that. of the stuff. I knew he. I also remembered that he had uh, you know guessed her name at the end, but that was it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, okay. So Ganymede Elegy episode ten. Ten. Okay. Ten. Ten. Uh, Ganymede ten, is ten, a. Ten. Just okay. Sorry. Ganymede is a, a Jupiter moon. 
or if you want to be technical now in scientific terms, it's a satellite of Jupiter. It is actually hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Starts off with a uh, surprise, surprise, them actually turning in a bounty or going to turn in a bounty. Yeah, boy. Um, which is nice. Uh, and then there's a quick cut to Jet pulling a watch out of his pocket. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 It's stopped, right? It's like broken. It's stopped. Um, and and then they kind of reflect on how Jet's from Ganymede. Yeah. Right? Wait, you don't want to talk about how Ed starts to bite this dude like a dog? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, I was just more so saying that because you hate this char- that character. So, well, so well, it's important because they do get they do it does remind you that Jet's got a nickname. Oh, it's, that's it's right, Black Dog. Yeah, because once he bites, he never lets go. He never lets go. Yeah, so they do. It is important. You're right to bring that up. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, a <laughs> uh, someone calls in to the bebop, and it's a guy named Donnelly, and it's a guy in the police force in Ganymede. Yeah, and it's actually an, uh, one of uh, Jet's good buddies. Um, uh, Donnelly gives him some info about someone named uh, Elisa, right? Elisa. Yeah. Uh, so Jet goes off on his own once they're on Ganymede to go visit this person. Um, he asks around for a bit, I think. I can't remember, but I think he asks around for a bit. Yeah. Eventually, he finds his way to this rundown bar. Nobody's around. He walks in. There's a dude in a yellow coat just sitting there um, saying, who are you? You know, and he puts his hand in his jacket as if he's reaching for a gun, right? Like yeah. he's, you know, and we find out later why he does that, but right. Um, he asks, hey, where's Elisa? Is Elisa here? And he, and he goes, no, nah, she's been, she's not here right now. And then Elisa says, Jet? And right, there's right. that kind of connection um, yeah. I made. Dude, so we'll talk about this episode like more in depth, but I genuinely thought that um, they would just give us like this romantic reunion with these people, and we just don't get that. Like, And we'll explain why, but... I don't know, man. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, this is his like wife or oh, something. This, well, like it's not his wife. It's not his wife. It's yeah, his but old just girlfriend, right? It's yeah, old flame. Mm-hmm. An old, an old flame. I guess when he was a cop in whatever. What is this place again? Uh, Ganymede. So Ganymede. Yeah. Um, Where he was on the the force, whatever. Yeah. So he's on the force. Yeah. Crazy dude. Uh, he he goes over a specific scene where he comes home one day and he finds a letter in this broken watch. Um, and she was always home with like she, that was his flame, so she was always there when he got home. Yeah, he said, yeah, like all you know, you, you were you always to, there. You were always there. He's like that's what kept me going was just you always being there. Because again, like you know, being a cop, I'm sure is pretty hard. And uh, I mean, being a, being a cop in this society, in this awful. society, sounds yeah, it sounds yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough being one here in real life, and then and then being one in like a, a crime infested like world. Uh, you know, in the future is is a totally other thing. But yeah, I, I I think like I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard being a cop is gonna be hard if if you know you want some consistency, and that was her for him. Right. Okay. You thank know. you. Thank. I got you back. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Thanks for that. I was like, <laughs> I started going. I was like, wait a minute, where was my first point? But that that is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, she does. He does say, "Who is that?" To the guy that was there, because she says the guy can leave, and he he walks away. His name is uh Rint. R H I N T. Yes. Uh, interesting name. I love the names of people in the show. Yeah, dude, they're, they're always so creative. super unique yeah, and fun. fun. Uh, the name Jet is pretty cool. I like think too. Like Faye. Faye. I'm just kidding. Sure. 
but Jet's a pretty cool name, and yeah. uh, and so is like uh, Spike, obviously. And so I'm gonna name my kid, my next kid is Spike. Yeah, it's Seth okay. is, Seth's gonna hate Little that. Name Ball. Uh, his what? Spike Ball Poye. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyways, Rent walks away, and they have this, they're having this conversation, and uh, he, she does say that Rent is her boyfriend, like yeah, her partner. Dude, that was to me. There was a, a little cold. It felt cold, right? She's, like, it she's felt, a little it, colder like, like still. They were talking about like stuff, and then she's like, "Yeah, this is like my lover or boyfriend or whatever." And and he's like, "Oh," and in my head, I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So you're Jet's age, and you're dating this dude who's like easily, at least between like she does not look her age at all no. comparatively. And I don't know, I don't know if they even allude to what her age is, but just Jet looks like an older dude who's been on the force for a long time. Late and 40s, this kid looks like 50s. a baby. This kid looks younger than Spike. Right. This kid is at most early 30s, late 20s, right? Yeah. And and well, Spike's got to be in his mid-30s also at this point, though. But but Jet looks like he's in his early 50s or late 20s. I felt 40s. like this kid was like 19. Like, oh, like geez, he, really? He, like you could like between okay. 19 okay. and 25. That's what I that's what I felt when I was okay. looking at his Okay. Because I felt like he had um you know, within anime, like he just had like a very clean face. There wasn't like as much like wrinkle esque or even like you know, like I don't know different like types. I mean, he had, he had no like youthful hair. I guess, yeah, too. I guess yeah. There you uh, go. <laughs> they really don't describe the time that passed between totally uh, Jet leaving and this meeting here, or Jet yeah. leaving Ganymede, leaving him and then come back here because he's uh because like, he does tell uh, Elisa that he's a bounty hunter now, um, but uh, Elisa. At least, like he asks her, like, "Why'd you leave?" and and her response is, "You're asking me about something where time stopped. I don't care. Time's moving on now." Right. Uh, and that's the literal answer she gives him. It's yeah. pretty jacked up. It's super cold, dude. It made me. It made me like my heart like hurt because I felt like like I I felt like like Jet didn't necessarily care and i felt like he like if anything it's kind of good like for him like he kind of gets like conclusion to some degree of like closure. what closure thank you um you know of what of what the relationship was and why it ended that way um and even just knowing that she's okay right like if he really cares for her, it's like she's okay like you know she's with this guy now who seems to be protecting her like this yep. is like a good thing like you know so far yeah so far um, right and and then he leaves uh, he just goes. <laughs> oh, real quick, the note that she left him just said one word on it. It said yeah, farewell. farewell. Super cold also. Yeah. It feels like Elisa hates him, and we don't really have a reason why. Yeah. And the reason we do get later on is kind of bunk, in my opinion. But I, You know what's crazy is I I think it should have been just talked about more, but right. I, I feel like it's not as bunk. That's why I think it's bunk. It's just blown over. Like, right. It's okay. Like, yeah. It's just like not so yeah, whoever wrote this this part of the story, maybe or this this script of this, yeah. it, it's bunk because of what they they didn't give it enough time. And I get it. They have to get all this into twenty one minutes. You know. I mean, they could have cut some stuff to make room for that. I think. Sure. Some yeah. of the action scenes. Yeah. Well, no. I'm just saying some of the other bullshit, like in the club that we're just talking about. Like you could have made that a little bit shorter because she is pretty cold with him yeah. and all that stuff. It's like, just give us some of that time to like the actual sure, story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Jet leaves, uh, Jet's walking away. Uh, it cuts <laughs> to, um, Spike, Spike back in the bebop. Yeah. And he gets a bounty alert from Donnelly and the bounty is rent. Yeah. Which is Elise's boyfriend. So Jet goes down to Ganymede, asks around and starts hunting. Uh, this cuts back to Elisa and rent. And uh, we get some backstory of why Brent has a bounty. Essentially, Elisa borrowed money from the wrong person. 
Yes. The person came and kind of got hostile and got really aggressive and kind of captured them. Rint was with her. So Rint fought back, mm-hmm. took a gun and shot the loan shark and killed him. Right. And that's why they, Rint has a bounty. So they're kind of lamenting over this fact that like I have a bounty, like I don't this is this is it, like we'll never be free, right? This is we're going down. And then Elise has a smart idea of let's go now. You and me, let's run. Let's just leave this place. Right. So it cuts to them uh getting onto a boat mm-hmm. and driving in the water and trying just to leave this area. Right, yeah. And that mid them driving away, Spike is flying by and catches them. Right. Uh so Spike starts giving chase. Yeah. You know? The one thing I think is kind of weird when Spike gives chase is that he opens fire on like the ship. But like how many times do their bounties need to die and then not make for the them money? to realize for them to realize, hey, maybe don't use like lethal force. He you was, know what I mean? He like, was aiming for the back of the boat, to be fair. Even then, I'm with you. Hey, dude, idea. that's what we should do with everything. It's just everyone in the world who needs to be captured. You capture them alive. You get a bounty, baby. Mm-hmm. Dude, there you go. Uh, their chase uh, ensues. Uh, there's a point where Rint and Elisa <laughs> yeah. are driving through the water, and they go into a small tunnel where the ship can't make it. Right. So Spike pulls up. It's flying parallel to a building at this point. Yeah, and then almost crashes it. Yeah. Then <laughs> Jet flies over the building at the same time, over the building at the same time, and they almost hit each other. Right. But then Jet says... Or Bonnie says, hey, I'm after this bounty. I could use your help, actually. Great timing. I'll send over the info. Jet sees it. It's Rent. Realizes, hey, I got this. Let me take care of this, you know. And Jet goes, or Spike goes, don't let him get away, okay? You're not going to let him go, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this, then Spike leaves. This now becomes Jet chasing Elisa and Rent. Um, and he chases them. There's a lot of fights back and forth until eventually Rent crashes his boat. Um, well, because of the... Yeah, I mean, Jet I fires a harpoon at it. Right, and it blows it, up, it, and then they crash. Yeah, we're, yeah. yeah it, like, he crashes the boat into a bunch of rocks, and they get up on mainland, and through all that, Rent hurts his arm, mm-hmm. and then Jet parks, and he's in front, uh, probably like 30 feet away, 20 feet away, looking at Elisa and him, and then this is where Elisa gives a reason why she left him. He goes, "You, I was never anyone when I was with you. I was always just... So you chose everything. You decided everything that happened. You were right. the, you were the one who made the decisions, and I was always safe. But I, you know, in like talking about that, I guess like yeah, you felt like you had no life, right? You were just along for the ride in everything you did. Like that would suck, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be a, I'd be like a yeah. I'm just the carriage being drawn. I'm not even the horse, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know. I think to me, like when I kind of heard that, it was it's like an element of just genuine like sadness for no life right it, it, it is a you are someone who i care about and someone who protects me and you're and, and because you're so like it's almost like this because you are so thoughtful in these in these ways or so protective or whatever you smothered me then then yeah like like i don't have i can't like make dangerous moves or i can't do things like you're always there or you're always bailing me out or I you're always whatever myself Right. Yeah, I can't be yeah. myself. You know. Yeah. There's no room to like. It's almost like there's no room to fail, and that's kind of what she wanted to. Yeah. Because like, I, I think that was her line, where it's like, even if I was to fail at this, like, there's no room for that. And so, like, there's there. I think to me, like, that was, she just wants to try it on her own. Yeah. You know? Even though she really cares for for Jet and he cares for her, she's like, I want to try life on my own and like make it or break it, you know, type of thing. Like, and that's that's my choice on like what I do. 
So yeah. So then uh, she holds a gun to Jet and says, yeah. "Go away, leave us alone." You know, uh, Rent runs away, but Jet punches him in the freaking face and knocks him down. Right. And he goes, "Protect her." <laughs> yeah. You know, which yeah. is like a dude. I thought he was gonna let him go too. I did too. You yeah. know, um, but essentially it resolves with Rent getting arrested. Right. And, Going to the cops. Right. So, um, yeah, he held his promise to Spike. It seems like, and they don't really say this, but what I'm assuming is because he has a connection to the force, he had sway to say he might get, he, it, it might just go down to self defense and he'll be fine. Right. Uh, and it seems like um, Elisa's happy about that. Yeah. You know, and, and says that she'll wait for him. Type yeah. Of thing too. And, and then Jet walks away. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls the watch out of his pocket as he's walking away and then chucks it in the water. Yeah. And before it hits the water, it just says, to, see you later, cowboy. Yeah. And it was a good ending. It was I, a great I ending. felt like the ending was a little rushed. Yeah. But all in all, this was but a But again, real, these are like, what, 23, four minute episodes? Minus so. intro and ending, it's like 20. Yeah. 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 So it's... Very good. Yeah. Great episode, a little rushed in the end, but it was one of the better ones in this batch, I think. Yeah. I agree, man. I, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Episode 11. Spooky Halloween episode. Toys in the Attic. Toys in the Attic. This is my favorite episode. Is it your favorite episode? You know what's so funny is I thought this would be I thought this would be one of your favorites or your least favorite. Because to me, I was like, this episode is definitely like fun and like horror and like there's like a lot of like fun like elements here. I was like, but it also is a nothing episode. Oh yeah. It's a filler. But I feel like it's Easily so far, the most the interesting, best filler episode. Yeah, there's yeah. there's not much going on. It even resolves in a way where it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, I at the end I was like, well, fuck, like that. Like was everyone's nothing. done. But then, yeah. and then, but then the next episode doesn't even reference this at all. So I can't. I can only assume this episode wasn't really even in the manga. It, it was probably only. In, you don't think so? Yeah, it probably. It was wasn't. probably only in the TV show. So, but I'm ultimately I'm fine with it. It plays out like an old school horror movie where you don't see the yeah. villain until the very end. Yeah. Um. And we'll go through it quickly because honestly, not that much happens. Yeah. No, uh, there's um, basically uh, there's a gambling contest in the beginning, <laughs> which <laughs> between Faye and Jet, and uh, Faye's cheating for sure. But basically, she tries to get all of Jet's stuff. There's no money; it's all of his belongings, like guns, and cl- eventually clothes too. Like he, she takes all of his clothes and the winnings too, uh, and eventually. Jet sulks back to a back locker area or whatever. Right. And there's a fridge back there. And he has no idea why there's a fridge back there. Neither do we, but there's a fridge back there. Right. <laughs> uh, and he goes, I don't remember the fridge being back here. And then uh, there's an emergency call and everyone comes back to that locker. And it turns out Jet was bit by something. And then he doesn't know what it was. There's a flash to a rat real quick. Yeah. But Jet goes, or it wasn't we a rat. A, we also get a lot of like, quote unquote, whatever this is vision. Right? Yeah. Like it's like oh, red yeah, it's and red. it's just like going around the ship or, Which, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that is. To me, fine. to me, to be honest, even the trailer, because I watched the trailer from episode 10 to this, mm-hmm. uh, I felt fairly uh, alien, like the movie Alien. Exactly. To me. So I even like he had like a little sensor that like beeped, which is alien too. It's not the first one. But just like, you know, like to me, like it, it felt like that. Wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, turns out this thing that whatever bit jet is actually making him sick. Right. It's like this purple goo over yep. his body. So Jet faints. They never address that, huh? They, How'd they no, get better? they don't. Yeah. <laughs> which I kind of like they don't address it, but also it's a big, it's a yeah. big hole in the freaking episode. Yeah. Uh, they take Jack back to the main dock, main, uh, the main cockpit area or whatever mm-hmm. it is, the main living room area. And they're looking at the virus because Spike gets a blood sample and they're trying to analyze what it is. 
they can't figure it out. Um, they tell Jet to drink a blended up lizard or whatever, basically a crushed up lizard. He's about to drink it and then passes out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um. Uh. So then, flash forwards to Faye taking a bath because mm-hmm. they do, they just think it's weird. Whatever you got. Well, I was gonna say also you got to put Faye in any situation you can to get her to a degree where. Young kids are like noise. Oh right? yeah, so I feel this like that's a, why a she's noise situation. The, yeah, like in the bath, or showing whatever. skin, not too much skin. Yeah, it's not much. I mean, you see your lift. Yeah, which well, is in the bath with a lot of bubbles. Dude, I thought you know what I thought of. I thought of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> really? They show her foot. Oh, so, and he has like a, that yeah. foot fetish. So like, because they go down her leg and then because like the, something drops, right? So the idea is she's in the bath, something drops. She's like, hmm. Huh. Okay. I guess it was nothing. Like something just drops in here, and then they do a thing of like a showing kind of her like leg out of the tub, and then goes down to her foot, and then she gets attacked. She gets bit too. Yeah. And then she comes out to talk. Has to some secret monologue. Yeah. yeah. Some like why me? I'm so young. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. And she, and passes, she passes out. out. Yeah. So she's bit too. <laughs> so then Spike, uh, Ed, and Ayn go look for it. Yeah. Ayn gets bit. Yeah. Um, Ed just disappears and also Ed's being super annoying also yeah. but way too audio way too much audio from Ed just doing are you in here super stupid it's like a, he's like a or she's a kid most annoying thing in the whole episode once again yeah. is Ed <laughs> so tired of her shit I'm over it whatever but then she's just gone from this episode but Ayn gets bit so Spike yeah. then finds Ayn the poor doggy uh, Spike finds Ayn uh, using his heat vision goggles he's that finds Ayn in the um, in the rafters, right? Uh, something charges uh, Spike with while he's holding Ayn because Ayn's got this purple mark on his back now. Oh, it's a purple mark. That's how everything shows up, by the way. Uh, and then he takes Ayn and bandages up Ayn, gets away from this monster, whatever it is. And then he can't find Ed, so then it just becomes Spike versus this thing. Mm. So Spike gears up with guns, a flamethrower, a net trap, all this a gate, a grenades or smoke, whatever tear gas, whatever it is. Smoke bombs, uh, and starts looking for it on his own. Because uh, everyone's again, Jet, Faye, and Ayn are down, and Ed's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes looking. Eventually, he finds it. He starts fighting it. Uh, there's a bit of banter about him losing a cigarette, and then him right. lighting a cigarette with his flamethrower and yeah. burning off the entire cigarette, yeah. which is <laughs> really funny. At the end, yeah. Um, and then he starts fighting this thing. He eventually gets to. He eventually lights this thing on fire a couple times. It seems he's one. Right. Uh, and then he realizes, oh wait, the fridge. And then there's like a quick monologue. In it where he goes, "That's when I remembered everything." Right. I bought a live lobster <laughs> a year ago and threw it in the fridge and totally forgot about it. Right. And so we go to Spike in the fridge, and him slowly opening it, and it's like like a fungal colony in there. Yeah. Dude. I mean, uh, again, it kind of reminded me of like again, like the alien like nest or whatever, like just like lots of like sticky and like like fungal, like like just like it looked like 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 almost like. Uh, like, you know, from like Venus or whatever, just like, 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 just like spores or whatever, just like coming out. And he's like, oh my God. And he closes it. And so it was, it's the idea, I guess, that like this lobster has become this like sentient like creature because they of that. Just like, it's, enough. Yeah. Just enough to where you like, have to uh, draw in your own head still. Yeah. <laughs> so Spike resolves to toss the fridge out of the ship. Right. Right. Uh, like that'll do anything, I guess. But, uh, but, but it also cuts back to where he burned the, um, 
thing, which is like a, basically a little slime ball. Right. And it's gone. Very well animated, by the way. Yeah, super good. Um, and there's just an outline of where it was burned. And so you, you piece together, oh, it, it's fine still, it's still alive. And so as Spike is kicking out the ship, uh, he gets bit by it. He gets attacked by it. Right. Uh, and so now Spike's bit too. Uh, and he gets the the he gets the fridge out of the ship and it's like starts playing some really somber like operatic music right or yeah like, this is really weird it's weird but i like it yeah and the, the creature gets away again and then spike passes out um after he shoots out of the ship and then it flashes to ed who's just sleeping on the ground <laughs> like doing nothing and then the creature walks by ed ed wakes up eats it and then goes back to bed and that's literally how the episode ends. Well, there's no resolution. Who does everyone yeah. die? How, what happens to everyone? You know, like no, a, yeah, zero resolution. And they even say that death is probably the outcome of this bite. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love they were going when they were going through the viruses. They were like going through all these viruses where like Jeff cholera. Was like, huh, huh. Yeah, cholera. Yeah. Like like the Ebola virus. He's like, huh? Like you know, like. <laughs> No, no match for that. No match for that. Yeah, and so it was. It was just interesting, but yeah, like we don't know what happens to them. We have no idea. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess Ed just eats it, and we're good to go, dude. And that's how it ends. And I, honestly, saying, Earth stomachs, baby. Honestly, though, Earth stomachs number one. <laughs> As someone with an Earth stomach, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, I mean, I I have the shittiest stomach, and my body hates me. So I don't. My body loves me. I'm, I'm just ugly as hell. Uh, but this. Th- I think this episode plays just enough into the not giving enough information. Yeah. It felt like a uh, Halloween episode. It, it genuinely did. did. Like, it felt like like if this was like during like Halloween, they were like, who here's a spooky Your October episode, 31st kids. special. Like, I don't know if this episode's in the manga either. I mean, I kind of am curious to read the manga now, to be honest. I don't honest. think it is. I, I, it, I, it, I was saying it, earlier. It would make sense that is this, this episode's not. This episode feels so one-off that it right. seems like it wouldn't even be part of a, a manga. Totally. Yeah. It's just what? like, here's your characters being quirky and whatever. I'm fine with it because it was yeah, fantastic. It was fun. It was I, so it fun. May, I was invested the entire time where I feel like I checked out for sure on it episode was creepy. Uh, seven. And then I, I, I checked out a little bit on... Uh, eight. Oh, no. Eight was... The, uh, with the world in Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with with Ed, even though Jamie I Ed, you yeah. don't you hate Ed, I I, I enjoy um, Ed to some degree, but yeah, I I yeah, I, I don't know. It it definitely felt like it had enough, but it was it was just a one off for sure. But you know, it's not a filler. The next episode. Oh yeah, or not a one off. Sorry, I mean, uh, Jupiter Jazz Part One, Episode Twelve. That's right. We ended our batch on a part one. Dude, I know. I And I love the name, too. Jupiter Jazz, baby. That sounds like... It's just like... Like an asteroid blues, right? All I gotta say episode. is, I still watch the intro every time. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I skip it every time. It's just so good. Like, I just don't want to. I end, The ending, I don't like the ending song that much. Really? No. I mean, it's good, but I, I skip it. Like, I go to the next episode. Um, the only reason I... I feel like I skipped. I, it might have been actually this episode's like intros because I wanted to. I watched it right before we did this. Yeah, <laughs> this episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I genuinely love it. I just, I feel like it gets me in the mood for it every single time. I'm just like, oh, I just, I don't know. I will sick. say that this episode has one of my favorite characters in it. <gasps> Faye. Gren. I like Gren a lot. You like Gren? Gren, the way Gren conversates with Faye in this show is really cool. Okay. Also, the voice actor in Japanese for him. Yeah, no, is Gren a really is really good super voice cool. actor. 
I uh, love. I honestly enjoyed Grand the most in this episode too. So you're, you're yeah. About them? So Jupiter Jazz Part One this is definitely a more integral episode. Just like uh, Last Batch, this one uh, has important characters besides our main cast in it. Um, although I don't think Ed's in this one at all. Mm-mm. Uh, mm. Or maybe for a split second. For a split oh, second, because Ed did catch, catches the uh, signal for right. Right. Um. So this episode starts off and with he lands on a doggy. Yeah. This episode's Sparks starts off. That was so mean that I, but it starts. Sorry. This episode starts off <laughs> with Spike waking up. So I thought it was connected to the last episode, like he was sick and woke up. Right. Which could be. Nope. I mean, eh. Spike literally says yeah. it's too hot to even sleep. Right. Turns out Faye has left the ship. In the process, she has stolen all the antifreeze. Right. And emptied the safe. Right. So super nice thing to do to people who you care about. Yep. So Jet says, track her down. Uh, so Spike, I think, considers it for a second. And then it cuts to Ed getting transmissions while looking for Faye. Right. He hears Ed only finds some, he finds some kind of code, basically, but our transmission that says Operation Julia or Code Julia or Juliet. Yeah. Code I, Julia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Spike has a flashback uh which i don't know if any, if any, if you don't remember in episode 5 this looks like the woman that spike met in his past right after he shut up the uh all the people and got shot himself right that's um, who julia is yeah. is what we're gathering yeah right so spike goes i got to go i'm going to go down to where this is and where this is is callisto calypso callisto callisto uh, to the town or the bar, Blue Crow. I can't remember if it was a town or a bar, but Blue Crow. Uh, and it's on Jupiter. So Spike goes, and he gets down to this place. Well, him and Jet, I feel like it's kind of important to talk about. Like him oh, and yeah. Jet get into like a fight where he's gonna go, and he and Jet's like, "Hey, you should go. We should. We need to find Faye. It's just it's not a big deal. Like this, this probably isn't like who you think that it is. And then you know." Spike's like, I have to go regardless, like because this is just who I am, and this is like I'm going to go after my girl. You can go after yours, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And um, you know, a jet pretty much says that he's doesn't, he's not going to like welcome him back after this if if he just leaves like the group like that. Yeah. Um. So I feel like they kind of like talk through some issues that they were feeling. Um. And then they both go their own ways, and so. Yeah. At this very moment, it's like, okay, cool. Like, he's going after this thing, and Jet's going to go after Faye. So, yeah, I really quick, I totally forgot there's an intro scene with a returning a returning character in the name of Vicious. Yeah. So, we learned that Vicious is still alive after that whole thing that happened in the cathedral. Yes. Uh, and Vicious is in council with the van. The van. Which is three old Chinese. Uh, Three old dudes. Yeah. I don't know. They're, um, yeah. They're old. He calls them corpses or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they're giving him directives to go do something. Like right. they're in charge of the organization. Yeah. This would be the organization that, that Spike used to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say, you go, but take this guy with you. And this guy's name is Lynn. Right. Um, Lynn. So Lynn and Vicious go down. There's a quick exchange where Vicious says, hey, if we're going to go on this mission, you might have to betray me a couple of times. And then Lynn goes, that's absurd. I would never betray you. And then Vicious goes, uh, you're still too young or whatever. Some bullshit about being inexperienced. Right. Um, 
and then it transitions to that scene with with uh with with Spike leaving the ship. So just I just want to make yeah. sure I mention that because they do introduce the van, right? And that's pretty important. They, yeah, they introduce yeah. the van, which is super important. They they also show Vicious not being dead, which yep. is important. Yep. And they introduce Lynn, who is also important. So. Yeah, not as important as I wanted to be, but right. But you he's know, still important to this. Still important to whole thing. This um, element. Yeah. So Spike then leaves the ship and all that stuff, whatever. And then it cuts to Faye at a club. Called the Blue Crow. The Blue Crow. And she is just getting shammered. I um, mean, who's not? One thing we learn about the Blue Crow <laughs> the Blue Crow <laughs> is that the Blue Crow only has men. Or not Blue Crow, but only this place that the plane is on is only men. There's no women. I don't right. know I don't know how that works out. Yeah, I mean either. But that's it's just men on the planet. So uh Faye is the only woman. Well, we see kind of how it works out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, so we we so Faye is the only person in the club. All the men are leering at her. There is an amazing soundtrack in this club, mm-hmm. uh, and there is a saxophone player and a piano player. But the saxophone player is the main kind of draw here, uh, and he's talking to Faye after his performance. Um, she sneezes three times, which is kind of a theme of this episode. Yeah, and he says, "Take care," and apparently. That's a thing you're supposed to say after someone sneezes a few times is take care or we'll stay. Yeah. We'll get sick and die or whatever. Or no, they turn into a fairy. Or turn into a fairy. It's a real weird exchange, but I kind of love it. But yeah. it's also like, this. that's Cowboy Bebop. And then whatever. she says, I already I'm am already a fairy. Yeah. <laughs> I am a yeah. fairy. Yeah. <laughs> you're in luck or whatever. And uh, yeah. And she goes, uh, I'm actually not that easy. And he's like, I'm not interested in woman. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> he's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts back to Spike kind of wandering in the town asking for information about a Julia or something. Right. There's a real quick throwaway scene of a guy just breaking garbage with a giant hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and he points someone towards Julia to a Julia that he thinks he knows. Right. Um, well, who turns ends out up being Julius. That's Julius, who is a, uh, yeah, who is uh, actually like a, 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 a drag queen or drag or queen. Something. I get the idea that that's, that's the prostitutes in this town. Right. It's, it's the people, you know, but it's all men. So right. it looks like a drag queen. Right. Uh, and I think he points him in some direction also after that. Uh, Spike asks the person that he gets pointed towards, you know, hey, do you know Julia or whatever? Um, and then they start, and they go, nope. So Spike leaves, right. and they start following <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, a moment where they go, they kind of corner him. And they go, you're vicious, aren't you? And this is yeah. where Spike punches a, a pipe and dents the pipe. Right. And you wonder, how tough is Spike? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, like, he's getting, like, angry. And, like, I feel like this is, it's, you know, like, they this don't the really first... do the trope of of that a lot, but where it feels like the anime trope of like, like he, you're getting me angry, it powers so up. like I, it's almost like a power up, yeah. But this is also the first time we've seen Spike angry. True, like actually angry, right? And we know this because he beats the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, like legit, <laughs> like just dunks on them hardcore. Yeah, no problem at all. They've got the weirdest weapons also, but it doesn't matter. He just right. beats the hell out of all of them, and he goes. Why am I vicious? You know, right? Like, why are you and, calling me vicious? Like, why do you think that yeah. that's who I am? Right? He because he grabs like the main guy. Yeah, and the guy explains that oh, it was uh, it was the code word for a drug deal that's supposed to happen, and we thought we could get some money out of it if we interrupted it. And that's all that was, and then Spike beats him in the face again, and then goes away because <laughs> he he take, he just, he literally takes them all out. And it's, right again, yeah. animation 
Kick so ass. good. Oh, also, so I never mentioned the scene where I thought the animation was key. Yeah. Well, Back to Ganymede Elegy, which is episode okay. 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the boat chase. Uh, Dude, yes. Um, Rint, I'm sorry to jump back out of time in this it's okay. one, but Rint is firing a gun while while uh, Elisa is driving the boat. Yeah. And you can see the, the shots firing with the recoil and the smoke coming out of the gun following the smoke because they're going fast and it's flying away. So there's a it's just an incredible detail I thought it was like they shoot yeah, the gun and you see the sick. smoke out of the gun coming and then goes away and then shoots again smokes dragging away it's just it was just a detail in the animation that I thought look I don't see that in stuff nowadays with the highest budget dude yeah you know I feel like my hero academia has some of the highest budget um, action scenes uh, and so does like One Piece but that stuff it feels like even that misses some of that really crucial like minuscule detail that like you can watch on repeat and find mm-hmm. more details like in those totally. other in these newer animes they've developed into a way where it's flashy every time and you don't see new details you just see everything at once and it's a spectacle so you just watch it again and again but this time i felt like you could watch this again and find new details in the framework of like oh that's crazy they animated that in this way oh they put smoke on this while they're firing the gun while on a boat chase that's unnecessary right no, no one needed to do that you no one would have noticed if you didn't do that but it was just a, just a level of detail that I thought was like bespoke in a way. It totally, was, it was just crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to uh, back to the uh, the current episode. Um, Where do we go? Back to Faye. Back to right. Faye at the bar. Uh, Faye at the bar is then uh, leaving, or no? She walks out of the bar. She's out. Yeah. And she's pretty drunk. Uh, and then the same dudes, they got the shit beat out of them by yeah. Spike. It's nighttime now. Approach Faye and like, oh, a woman, you know? Right. And so she's like, and she's kind of. I feel like she's kind of looking for a fight. Too, she's looking for a fight. Is what what? Yep. It, yeah. And so she beats the shit out of one of them, and then she probably could have beat them all up. I promise you. Right. Like she probably would have yeah. been fine. But the the saxophone player shows up and dunks on one with his case, the saxophone in it, and then he takes her and she right. he, he runs with her and. And and they're going and then yeah. and then they the get inter- away. Interesting thing to me is that she like lets him. That's what I thought was kind of interesting because I was like waiting for her to like even say something where she was like, "No, I don't want to go with you," or "I can take care of myself," or whatever. And she doesn't say anything. Yeah. So to me, that that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's she just those, allows it to happen and goes with it. It's them. like the implied romance, right? Which I yeah. was I was very excited for. Yeah. Until I remembered. But right. Anyways. <laughs> anyways um. So they end up. Oh, well, real quick, it cuts away to uh, the ship, and the bounty comes on, and it says a name for a bounty, and it's Gren something, 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 whatever his long name is, and it's the actual saxophone player. Right, that's who the bounty's on. Yeah, so the, the bounty, player. the the saxophone player has a bounty, and on. it's a decently high bounty. I can't remember how much it was. Yeah, but, me neither. But it was high. It was, it was good. Yeah, let me see if I have written down my notes anywhere. If I have it, um, the bounty on here, I might, but I probably don't. At least, at least for Wulong. Yeah, uh, they they don't say it. Uh, they don't say it at all. So, whatever. At least my notes don't say it. I mean, uh, so uh, at this point, I think Spike's done for the episode. We don't see him anymore. Uh, Jet's done for the episode. We don't see him anymore. Mm, not true. Really, Spike? Oh, that's main, what am I talking the about? Main, the final the scene, part. right? Yeah. Um, there is now a a, uh, a dual two scene kind of thing going on, right? Between Spike. Well, okay, so let's do. So, so let's do. Faye is in at at the at Grin's place. Uh, Grin's place, 
and they're drinking together, talking, and she it's says really, something about... Uh, it's really good know, dialogue. Right, yeah, because it's like she's talking about how she doesn't need people. She doesn't need all, need all these things, and like she's, and like she's better a, off alone. Yeah. And then he says, it sounds like you're afraid of getting... You are afraid of getting left, so you left first and cut ties. And that, like, you see really that strike cool. a whole chord with her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then this idea of, like, he's like, all right, well, you should take a shower. And she's like, no, I'm afraid of peeping Tom's. And he's like, well, I'll I'll take one, and I'm he's like, he's like, just don't make sure you're one of them, you know, and kind of like again, like this back and forth, almost like romanticy, like sexual, yeah, like, like thing, almost like, like with them. oh, is there a romance here happening? Right. I kind of like that, you know, and like, yeah. a, like what a bit of romance to be a bounty, also, right? Because of course right. that's gonna, yeah, of course, yeah, right. right, yeah, we all know that he's a bounty, which right. Faye doesn't know yet, right. yeah. So, uh, so there's that happening. Uh, should I just finish up the face scene real quick? Because it's um. And then should we go to the other one, or should well, we try why don't you, to? So let's go to the other it. one real quick. So go to Spike real quick, and then we can jump back. Okay. So then it goes down to a uh, two guys standing next to an aircraft, and it's Vicious and Lynn. Right. Uh, and it would be the point where the drug deal is supposed to happen, right? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. I, whatever deal is supposed to happen. Right. Well, could because okay. So that's one thing too. We we messed. We up. did screw up. But yeah. Where Vicious has actually called Jin, and he. Well, that's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. called him, said, "Hey, like, where are you?" And that's where, that's yeah, where so Faye understands that oh, vicious, vicious, and him are in at least in cahoots. Yeah, because I guess vicious and him also were in a war together. Vicious and well, they're, that they were old comrades. Portrait? Whatever yeah. that means, comrades. Quote yeah, unquote, I mean, it looked like they had like guns and stuff, and it looked like a it looked like a war yeah. photo. So I mean, maybe it was like a gang photo Gren's, or whatever. But yeah, Gren's like taking a shower, and she looks at all the photos on the wall and sees that there's like a. A person with vicious's hair and a hood on so she's like oh what the heck that looks like and then the answering machine comes on from the phone ringing it's vicious and she goes vicious so then she snaps into bounty hunter mode or to survival mode and mm-hmm. goes to the bathroom with her gun uh and is about to confront gren cut back to uh spike and right. or vicious and lynn and spike yeah. walks up now in the deal right yeah, because he thinks that it's Gin or whatever, and then right. he walks up and, and finds like, out that Julia was just a signal or a, a word to help the meeting, and right, and then we find out that Lynn is actually uh, someone that Spike knew, part yeah. of his team. It was under so he was he kind of trained him up, right? Is what it sounded like. And like he goes, he was "Oh, like you're bigger boss. now, you know, because yeah, because Lynn's grown up, and Lynn does look young. Yeah, Lynn looks like late twenties or yeah. something. You uh, like he looks young, um, and so they all point guns or vicious." puts his hand on his katana right and then spike points a gun at him and then lynn walks in front and points a gun at spike right and then we cut back to Faye. yeah Faye pulls open the shower curtains and holds gun at gren and then we find out that gren is actually a hermaphrodite right who has uh boobs like a woman right but has the junk of a man right and in that catches her off guard to a point where gren is able to what we understand subdue her to some degree right at, at minimum get her to a place where she doesn't fire the gun is pointed at, at you know him or her but then also uh like it looks like he can probably take her over her. right like, the yeah. Gren, and, and then we it feels like Gren's personality changes a little bit to a little more oppressive and um right like Dark. getting out of the situation, like yeah. it felt like he knows he knows what he's doing. Right, he's right. done this a lot before. Yep, uh, to some degree, not like necessarily this, but just just getting out of tight spots. So he's, it's like that's what's turned on. Grin is that's what's turned on. Mm-hmm. So and then 
Then we go back to Spike, Lynn, and Vicious. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. And Lynn shoots Spike, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's what Um, it alludes to. Yeah. And then Vicious and Lynn walk away, and it shows Spike on the ground. Right. Uh, And it fades to black. And it says, till next time, cowboy, or whatever it is. See you next time, cowboy. Yeah. Uh, And that's how that episode ends, which I think is a super exciting episode. Yeah. I mean, it made me want to watch the next one so bad, I, I and I ready. didn't. I, I didn't ready. watch it just because I yeah. wanted to wait until we had finished this, so that way I didn't know uh, what happened. Because yeah. again, it's been a while, um, and so yeah, it feels like it's like you know the first time almost to some degree to me. And so I, I, I I'm excited to like rewatch it yeah, and kind of like, get back to the place where I know. But I'm yeah. very much looking forward to the next episode. Like yeah. I'll, wa- I'll watch it. Tonight, but it's probably. a cliffhanger, man. Like, you know, yeah, you like, and, so you the thing I wrote lot. down is that he doesn't come out on top in the end of episode 12. Right. right. And like, and like, the I feel time. like he always comes out on top and this is the first time where he let his emotions kind of show. Like, so regardless of, in, in you know, to, to, I don't know how much the anime is going to do. So I, hopefully I'm not doing them dirty by saying this, but to however much that they, show like cow you know like like spike absolutely has some affection towards lynn to the degree of like letting him get shot like he he didn't didn't shoot shoot him yeah Yeah. so where where he is almost always like like you know like i feel like spike isn't someone who really wants to like just commit like murder or whatever right like he's kind of always going around to some degree of like beating people up and like getting to a place to where it's not really like killing kill shot but he'll do it like he will do it like there's not like a there's not like the moral standard of like hey like killing is bad i I just don't think that that's his number one choice and so like even in this you just see him kind of like i'm not even going to pull the trigger he's like you just get out of the way like like he wants to kill vicious like that's a real real visceral thing to stop him again yeah. to me like there's still like a lot of unknowns of why um i think if i'm remembering correctly i kind of remember why but um yeah i don't know i guess just it's just exciting to kind of see even yeah. relational stuff because i feel like spike doesn't we don't get a lot of emotion out of spike i mean we don't get a lot of backstory out of spike you know episode right, five right. was a lot of backstory and this is the next time we've actually gotten backstory from spike episode 12 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah you're right like spike is hardly ever the actual kill shot like he killed that immortal boy at one time uh he's killed some henchmen and gunfights you know but you know nine, nine times out of ten he's not killing people he's just badass beating yeah. the shit out of them so yeah yeah well does it i mean i don't know this is kind of an interesting idea but does this does this show ever make you want to join that world of no. bounty hunting dude no i'm a you white color accountant dude i'm good yeah. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> no. you don't want to be a space cowboy bounty hunter running through windows they and call me dog the bounty bunner dog the bounty boner that guy i think got in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he did but but i feel like it was one of the only shows that had like the bounty hunter life on there right like i feel like i've never heard of a show that was about that's bounty risky hunters. in the first place to have a show about that and then you you know isn't that kind of crazy that that's still like a job like you could you like bounty hunting is kind of still a thing i feel like it's not as much of a thing like maybe in like really hardcore popular like cities uh, is or, it really a thing like I mean, do we that, have that bounty? dude that dude made a living off of it do we have do we have bounties on people in america let me hey i want to do i'm gonna look up real quick um some uh, on uh, the highest bounty in america do we have bounties? Uh, so I'm, we're going to find out. 
Is this Red Dead Redemption 2? Uh, it probably is. Okay. The highest reward offered in the U.S. government for information on terrorists and other criminals is $25 million bounty on... I don't know how to pronounce this. Let me see his name. It. Let me um, see it. There you go. Where is it? Stop. Uh, Ayman al-Zawahiri. There you go. Uh, it's the Al-Qaeda boss. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, again, I guess that's some degree of um, bounty. But, like, oh. That's that's not capturing a bad guy and turning him into the government. That's Blackbeard. Just... Blackbeard. That's, Wait. Yeah. Marshall well, D. Teach. Marshall D. Teach is from One Piece. Oh, okay. You <laughs> fucking stupid Google search. Marshall D. teaches. It, it literally says highest bounty in history, and that's the. <laughs> it's he has the highest bounty in One Piece. I know that's hilarious, but that's so God funny. Dude. Like, it's not real history. Hey, <laughs> but now you know this is an anime podcast because I was able to answer that within that seconds of him awesome, saying that shit. Dude. Good God. job. Um, that's from One Piece, man. Six fugitives with the biggest bounty, and this was and well, this is five years ago. Um, Russian plane bombers have a fifty million dollar bounty, uh, but there's no names. And then, yeah, they're all terrorists. Yeah, all the I terrorists mean, have a bounty on, on their head. There's no this world is like we don't live in a place with with an actual blacklist, right? Like Man. remember that show? Yeah, where there was like a blacklist of cl- of criminals that would like get in, you get information on, and right, like we don't live in that kind of America, you know. I mean, fortunately, we could. We don't. So, oh, uh, right. but yes, uh, I don't think I'd ever want to be a bounty hunter. I'm, I'm kind of happy with being a safe accountant and moving on. Understandable. So, yeah. don't worry. Do you want to be a bounty hunter? No, but I feel like <laughs> it could be cool. I feel like it'd be a cool job if you were like a Until single person. Shot. I, and and didn't really fear death. There you go. That'd be yeah. I mean, if your wife, yeah, if you didn't have a wife, you didn't have kids. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So great. No. <laughs> so so your, if you're single, uh, become a bounty hunter. That's what we're telling you right now. So, so what was your favorite episode out of the six? Out of the six? Um, I mean, this one was really good. I I enjoyed the um, like horror one, I think, like a ton. Um, but I will say the uh, Venus. Uh, Waltz? Yeah. With uh, Rocco? Yeah, I think that one was my favorite. That one, that one legit got genuine tears, and it got, it was like a good story. I felt like it was like, it showed like the humanity of Spike. It showed even just like again, like it's it's showing that not all people who do bad things are doing it because they're just evil. They're doing it because, hey, like like he has someone to care for and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, I um. I'll, I will say that I don't think any of these episodes eclipse what episode five was for me last batch. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Especially like none of the scenes have me- meant anything to me compared to what uh, the scene where Spike was falling out of the cathedral window and that song played. Totally. Nothing's kind of caught that to me yet. Yeah. I imagine, I am I am hoping and anticipating that the end of episode 13 or whatever it is kind of uh, hits that high also. Yeah, because um, it seems like uh, Jupiter Jazz Part Two is going to be a very good, uh, an emotional scene uh, or uh, sorry episode. Also, I'm hoping. Yeah, because I really enjoyed Episode Five a lot. Episode Five was very um, contained, totally, but it really colors Spike as someone who's very sad about his past. 
are very reminiscent and sad and and missing parts of his past that they wish he didn't lose right uh and so i still have a very affectionate i I feel very good about that episode still compared to a lot of those ones we just watched although i did not like jamming with edward and i did not like heavy metal queen right they were fine for what they were but i want more meat than what those offer oh totally and I, i definitely agree i think those were easily the two like i think i think episode six seven and what was that one nine or nine or ten nine or ten but like whichever one it was yet like i agree like i think that they're again i think whichever they're showing edward it's it's a episode to show off the character it's an episode to nine okay so yeah like they're introducing you to the next teammate regardless of if we like that teammate or not you know like that that's what they're doing so i feel like that episode is not necessarily quote unquote throwaway. It's just it's just building up who this person is, what they're about, and you know, within like some people might love that episode because they might love it, and then other people will hate it. And I like it. You like it. it. I don't like it. You like yeah. it. I don't like it. That's yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not trying to say, hey everyone, don't watch this episode because it's bad. All I'm saying is, I didn't like it. Totally. And like that's it. okay. There were still good parts of that episode. Like I really did enjoy where Ed uh, commandeered the plane while they were trying to get mm-hmm. away and brought him back down and said, "Now you're taking me with you." I like I like that a lot still. But yeah, I think what makes that even harder for me, like the episode, is that Ed has not entirely been useful. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know what he does in the future. But she, if, oh, she, was she, sorry, yeah, I did it too. Uh, what she does in the future, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I. I'm with you. I, I she hasn't done a lot now, so I'm waiting for it. I know she does more in the future. I know she does. But yeah. I just, I just. So I mean, she better. She's part of the whole she, show. She has a good use later on. I know. I remember her being very useful later on. Okay. Well, then um, there you go. So it's just right now it feels. And like- I got. I like her goofiness. Like I, I genuinely enjoy her just being stupid and goofy with like Ayn. Um, and then in the episode we didn't talk about. Uh, yes, Ayn. Where and- Faye is like sunbathing and she's like, "Huh, this is what are you doing?" And she's like, "Well, skin needs to be like this." And then she's like rubbing her head like on her on Faye's leg, and Faye's like super pissed off. And so there's just yeah. like elements where I'm like, I don't know, like she's kind of goofy and funny to she, me. She's a she's a really weird, wacky comedy element that I've never seen in another anime like that. Interesting, yeah. Like like the the extreme bizarreness of Ed and disconnectedness to the actual world and like norms is something. I, I mean, I, I probably I probably have seen it before. It's not a very common trope, though. It's a very uncommon trope, I would say. She's definitely exasperated in a way that's like common, but <laughs> yeah. in terms of her actual actions, I don't see people acting like Ed a lot. What about me? <laughs> Boom. Joel's anime. I'm anime now. Um, and that's, but that's our six episodes. Yep. We did um, it. We, and you, and anyone who's still here, you did it. You did Congratulations it for listening to us this entire time. And not leaving. We we love you. We appreciate you. And if you didn't watch it, you're a little bitch. Well, I, I <laughs> you should watch it too. But if you didn't, I still love you. Um, I'll be I the, mean, just listen to. I'll us, be please. the mom. I I still love you. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, next week we will do episodes thirteen through eighteen. Those will be our next. They'll start with Jupiter Jazz Part Two. Yep. And, and then end. Let's um, find out what happens to yeah. Spike. I can find the name of the next episode to end on uh give me just two seconds yes joel will start saying the websites um, and everything 
Yeah, so we oh, the website is now finally up. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is now because I can't remember, but it is on the, I mean, it's Thunder Goose Podcast dot, like, BSS. BSS dot, I think, design. design. Um, so there you go. There's that um, until it's fixed to being just Thunder Goose Podcast um, dot com. But yeah, so we have that. It's open. Um, you are free. So the, at the bottom of the website, there is a way to send us like questions or um, if you like, you know, if you want to tell us like what we should be doing better or, or if you want to tell us, hey, like it'd be cool if we talked about this, um, then that'd be great. Uh, we actually had uh, one person request uh, to talk about D&D stuff. Um, so Luke and I are in the middle of talking about uh that and you know we'll definitely try to get uh a podcast about that because it's something me and luke uh love to do we've played yeah, we just we did a DM'd. session a few days ago yeah and it was really good yeah. it was really fun um so yeah so that that's our uh website and so we have instagram instagram thunder goose podcast so now, uh, now I have to say this. So yep. Thunder Goose Podcast is, uh, or at Thunder Goose Podcast is the Instagram. Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Thunder Goose Pod. Gmail. And, and then uh, Gmail is Thunder Goose Podcast dot, or at gmail.com. Cool. So, yeah. yeah I, I notoriously get that wrong every time. Yeah. So, the, I mean, uh, it's harder. When you just put me on blast, it's harder to remember it. So it's okay. Absolutely. Um, the, real quick, just to re- reconfirm, the episode we're starting on is. Uh, Jupiter Jazz Part Two, and we're ending on episode eighteen, which is "Speak Like a Child." There you Speak go. like a child. Yeah. So watch this. You can watch this on Funimation, or you can watch this on Hulu, um, or you can watch it on other places. I'm sure, but I'm not going to mention those um, because you should pay for your anime. But if you don't, uh, whatever, just watch along and enjoy it with us. Real quick, I think last week I said that Hulu only had the dubs. It does have the subs. Well, I no lied. shit. There's no my way. bad, Joel. My freaking no bad. Way. There's oh no way. Oh my god. Of course you're gonna throw me like that. Jeez. God. Yes. So Hulu does have dubs and subs. My bad. I just didn't realize that at first. Yeah. So I mean, you're good. I mean, I feel like both cost around the same for what you get. So. All right. Well, then until next time. See you later, space cowboy. Pew 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 pew. I'm a loser. Hooter.